This is a Nutshell Studios production. I am Lexus and I am playing Bridget aka Ida Mikado. I am Vic. I will be playing Adrian Mikado. Charlie, I'm playing Scatty Mikado. And I'm your DM, Joe. Welcome to Campaign 1, Bards of the Feather. What the fuck is that thing? And he points at like one of those little babies that are blowing fire. You guys are burning a lot of calories. I'll go ahead and make some cold meat sandwiches. Meanwhile, Adrian's back here. <laughs> Can you I believe in you! <laughs> I feel like I would have turned around within the time that I was in there. I would. I, I'm not just going to jump in and be like, huh, just a wall in here. These bad guys is gonna get it. <laughs> Doing good, kids. Love you, pride and joy type thing. And Dita's just like, ugh, right into it. Don't make empty threats to me, boy. I've raised sociopaths, is what I've done. We'll make sure that your entire family is murdered tonight. <laughs> fucking Christ. Scatty's a fucking prick. <laughs> and you, hey, buddy, you shot the, the fuck yeah. We'll see you next time, guys. Hey, everybody. Yeah, and welcome back to You Want to Do what the podcast where Dungeons and Dragons sometimes happens. I am your dungeon master, DM Doug, and tonight we are going to be joined by Cheech Flambe, Mad Maven, Mog. Hopefully, Bramble in just a little bit. But first, we want to send some love to the guys at Primus Sharp Edge Dice for giving me the tools I'll be using to torture my players tonight. And Mad Maven, you just had your set come in the mail not long ago. Yes. It is their inaugural game. How do you feel? Yeah. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited! I'm it's excited. it's going to be good. So. Now, of course, the Dungeon Master hasn't touched these, so they haven't been tainted. You don't need to dip them in holy water first. They're ambivalent. <laughs> uh, also, the guys over at the Broken Few D&D, they won our uh, last contest. This one was Frog and Mackie. Please get in contact with us. We want to send you your prize. Uh, also, to the amazing people at Space Busker 2061, Zappo, as you know, couldn't join us tonight. He will be missed. And, oh, Mad Maven had some amazing things to say about Space Busker. Honestly, I would love to hear what you think. It was it was fantastic. And there were so many times that I was just like, oh, I see what you did there. I'm like, are you tripping space balls right now? And I'm like, oh, my God, Mel Brooks would be so pleased. Better than punching dick sack. Yeah. <laughs> I Tony that. Chicago. You know, All right. I went around going, Tony, Tony Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> also, the guys, Fate Earth, it. the Hired Swords, Adventure, a DD podcast, Dead Serious, Dungeon Calling, Gamma Radio, Tales of the Stinky Dragon, <laughs> uh, the Hired Swords, all those guys. It's much love. And of course, uh, now Gamma Radio can't wait for season five. Dead Serious can't wait for season three. Oh, man. I've got to get in on that. All right. Don't forget to check out the Real Fresh channel to listen to us on YouTube. First, we are going to rejoin everyone. Mog, Cheech, Mad Maven, and Bickle Jr. Seeing 
The bat bramble and bat flambe fly into a column of darkness ahead of them. You see, as they go dark off... The blinding light suddenly shines in your face. Ah. Oh. I'm kidding. <laughs> you do that to us. No, in fact, uh, with your dark vision, I'll go ahead and make a perception check. All righty. That's what I'm known for. Not my charisma. <laughs> All right. All right. Turn that down a little bit. There we go. Nice and dank. Dank. You think charisma? Uh, no, not charisma. Okay. Perception. Perception. Yeah. Charisma. Let's, yeah. No. Let's do it. So I can't sweet talk my way out of this. Section. What do you do? <laughs> seduce the darkness? Alright. Hello, darkness, my old friend. I rolled to seduce the darkness. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so with the 12, you notice that I have you a bar on it. Flapping off into the distance, you suddenly uh, lose track of where your friends are after the the very noticeable drip as you hear the unmistakable sounds of pouring rain outside with now dripping around you. The bottom, a sand base now filling up with just mud. You look off into the darkness and see nothing hear nothing beyond the drip and plink, plink, plink of water. What do you guys want to do? So it's filling up. No, no, it's just like... It's almost damp sand at this point. Um, can Cheech move forward and do a perception roll? You can certainly try. I will move uh, up next to Mog, and I will uh, roll Perception. And I have Dark Vision. I roll a 14. With a 14, you notice oh, as they fly light. off. Oh. <laughs> as they fly off. Oh, he's laughing too much. I got a bad feeling about this. Everyone gets nervous when the DM laughs. All right. As they fly off, you notice they carry on a little further than Mog can sense. You notice even with uh, his big ears, they're not quite as finely tuned as your sensitive little ones. You hear the flapping of one bat, then two. You hear them flap around a bit. You hear small voices coming from the darkness. You can't make out what they're saying but it is definitely not Bramble or Flambe's voice. Um, do I need to ro uh, roll a uh, initiative or anything? Not currently. They've got company. There's there's some other things up there. All right. Let's sneak ahead and see if we can meet with them. Agreed. Sounds good. Very well. As you sneak gently into the wet sand, make a sneak check with advantage as the padded sand muffles your footsteps. Wait a minute. I don't have any sneak here. 
like stealth. Would that be stealth? Yes. Sneak stealth. At, a, at advantage because it's soft ground. 13 plus yeah. 21. Whoops. Got an eleven. I got a nat nineteen plus five. It's a good thing it was a combined check. So, as the two of you creep forward, Cheech hopping on Mog to gain a lift, Mog gently walking through the wet sand, you notice Bramble has turned back into her human form and is speaking with small children. Um, I'm going to just uh, gesture to the group, a hand gesture to keep down, and I'm going to do a hand motion to s signal uh, spread out. And then I point over to where uh, I see them, and as I walk in. Hold on. The time still has not yet quite caught up with Bramble. So. Yeah. First, if Mad Maven and Bickle Jr. are going to be going through there, they both need to make stealth checks. Okay. Uh, I give... Bickle we inspiration both roll our finest Don't fail me now. That's a seven. Uh, Bickle has uh, bardic inspiration, nine. so add a pl one d eight. Adding a d eight. One. That's a six. Ah. Uh -huh. Eighteen plus two, so dirty twenty plus nine. He has an eight. Fine, react. Yeah. You managed to spread out, but you're not quite quiet about it. You're, you're a teenager trying to sneak downstairs at two in the morning to grab a bowl of cereal quiet. Better than trying to sneak in at two in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> Our kids focusing on the, their only hope. I'm pretty sure they're a little distracted right now. But anyways. So, as you take positions around the area, everyone make another perception check. 12 for Bickle Jr. 19 plus 9. 28 for me. Shopping bag. Shopping bag. All right, that's a six. Yeah, Mog doesn't perceive much. He's just like squinting. He picks up his glasses, puts them on for a moment. Nah, I think I need a new perception. Oh. Matt Maven, was that a nat twenty for your first roll? No, it was a. Uh, was I got a dirty twenty, sort of. Well, I rolled, I, rolled an eight, roll. I rolled an eight. Yeah, I rolled an eighteen. Plus, I had a two on my one d eight. 
18 is a respectable first roll. Yeah, I'll take him. I'll take it. Heavy I mean, an 18 is good. You might not get exactly what you want, but close enough is good enough. Always has been for me. Reminds me of an old joke I heard about a, a math professor and a a physicist. Oh, God. Math professor and physicist have said, we're going to put you in the same room with this hot girl. You're on one bed, she's on one. You can move... Uh, halfway to the distance between you and her every single time uh, you get uh, every five minutes the physicist says I'll never get there the beds will never touch it'll never work the mechanic says I make it close enough <laughs> all right so corniness aside Bickle jr bad maven Cheech and Mog, you find yourselves very quietly able to listen into the conversation as you hear Mad Maven turning back into her normal self, speaking with the children. You mean Bramble? Yes, Bramble. Speaking with the children, noticing one individual spider that then spins a web golem. You still have the element of surprise. What do you want to do? They explain to me what a web golem is. Um, here's the thing. Other that's a history check, my friend. Big and hairy. Um. Oh no, that's not hair. It's web. It's basically one giant Kevlar bodysuit. Oh, that's close. I I. I don't like what Mog's first reaction to seeing Spiderweb is. Yes. Uh. An 18 for history for me. I'm going to splash it with oil. Okay. That's a, I'm going to light and toss oil at him. Okay, so much for surprise. Well, if he rolls a nat 20, this is going to be for a surprise attack. So go ahead and roll it up and see what happens. This is going to be a right. strength check to throw oil. So since it's a surprise, that means I'd have advantage. Correct. And adding your strength modifier. Strength modifier. Alrighty. So... That's a plus four. Nat 20. Nice. Um, that'd be a nat 20 plus four for uh, oil and fire. <laughs> Really? <laughs> Just like that. <laughs> really? I'm looking at the numbers too. Right there. Really? Are we even in your day? <laughs> oh, that's oh, crazy. 
Uh, what kind of oil are you using? Oh, sorry, what was that, Cheech? Uh, I, I just wanted you to know that I'm going to put my back up against the wall and look back over in this direction while... Oops. Why can't I move my character? In this direction. That that I'm just okay. being a lookout on our tail. Okay, you're keeping an eye out. Exactly. Smart. Make a perception check. Uh, it's a... Oh, shit. <laughs> it's a natural one. Oh, Jesus. Oh, I've got sand in my eye. Yes, you have you have tripped and fallen and gotten a shit ton of sand in your face. We're going to get him one of them to life alerts. Damn it. Ah, jeez, I hate You are going that. to have disadvantage on ranged spells and attack rolls until you get yourself cleaned up. Well, I'm, I'm getting out my water pouch and dumping it on my face. Very well. And I'm being uh, right DM. Home. Yes? Uh, with Flumbe uh, seeing Mog doing this attack, is uh, he allowed to do his surprise attack? Well, here's a little bit of something that you might find interesting. Because you know that nat one that she trolled. Yes. Yes. He was the only one looking out. Ah, oh, son of a bitch. So. Oh, crap. You see two things. Yep. You see this. Uh, what size oil jar are you throwing there, Mog? Um, it was. About the size of a mason jar. Okay, so it's just one flask. I'm sorry, one pint. One pint, okay. Because I have to do the uh, the math on how long that would burn for, you know? Mm-hmm. All right, so that would roll for 1d6 rounds. Six. All right, so for the next six rounds... It's on fire. Yes, it's on fire, which it is also vulnerable to, you jackasses. I <laughs> I fought web and I, I thought it would just... I just like, it's web. Also, um, not just that, I critted on it, so it would double, so, double the dice. So, you go ahead and roll your damage and, and of course, double it. Except your modifiers. So as Mog throws this jar with a and a you hear as it comes running straight towards you, while the Minotaur that had originally taken off with the other three bandits walks up to Cheech, sees him cleaning off his glasses, oh, waits for him to finish, and is then going to do a strength check. That's a 16, and the Minotaur's strength is plus 3. So it's going to wait for Cheech to completely clean off your glasses. And then it's just going to kick sand right in your face again. <laughs> um, uh, can I dodge? You can try. 
certainly try. Okay. Uh, no, I roll a three, so I trip over my own foot and fall in the dirt again. No, uh, um, you, yeah, you, you don't make it. So, at that point, everyone is going to roll initiative as the web golem has taken off and is going to attack Mog. It is going to use an attack of opportunity. That's a nat one. It does not hit. Everyone get that initiative. 16. I'm starting to think. 16. I'm spider web bang at this point. <laughs> Uh, good thing. Uh, good thing I'm not fast. Dirty twenty for flambe. I'm sorry. I thought it was a D eight. Let me uh, or D ten. Let me roll that one again. Please do. Wait, what? Oh, an eighteen. Eighteen. Now that's a good number. And he's got plus one initiative, so he's nineteen. All right, and Bickle Junior. Oh, I'm sorry. I do have a plus one on this. It's a 19. Not a problem. All right. And now I have to roll four. And third bandit golem. Good. All right. So. I'm not even sure how much oil that, uh, damage that oil does. 1d6 per round. So, as the web golem goes up into flames, the next thing you notice is Flambe, you come still in bat form. I will give you a free action to change back to your normal form if you so choose. Yes, uh, Flambe will move sec, uh, right in front of Mog and in between uh, him and the web golem. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, so. Whoops. Good. Oh, yeah. I understand you're just positioning. Yeah. Uh, and seeing that the web golem is already hurt and realizing that the minotaur is back. Uh, he's going to uh, change his plan a bit, and he will cast Enlarge Reduce on the Minotaur and reduce it. Very well. He gets to make a saving throw. Yes, a con save. Natural 20. No! no! Lucky. Sorry, bud. The dice have spoken. Lucky. Reroll lucky. that. Or not lucky, I mean... Uh... Silvery barbs. Silvery, barbs. Silvery barbs. That's a two. Yes! There you go. <laughs> he is Man, now medium size. He is now human size. I'm bigger than him. And Cheech, no, Fonbe, is at the end of your turn? Yes. Cheech, you are up, my friend, but you are covered in sand still. Man. Okay. Um... I'm going to uh, take my, uh, well, just a second, my uh, staff of the snake, um, mm -hmm. and I'm going to utter the magic word, which doesn't have to uh, involve my eyes, staff of the python, 
And I'm going to uh, toss it at the uh, Minotaur and tell him to, uh, oops, excuse me, I didn't mean to move myself, uh, entangle his legs. Oh, uh, by the way, Flambe, yes. your next roll has advantage, second part of uh, uh, Silvery Barbs. Thank you. All right, so... You know, of all of the things, I actually have a, uh, a mini for this. Hold on. Uh, no, I mean, I have a snake token. <laughs> I'm a snake. I knew getting, cho getting chosen by Slytherin was going to be a good thing. Delivering. Hmm. That's what it uh, was in Hogwarts Legacy. Not me, I'm Ravenclaw. What do you guys think I'd be? I mean, I chose Slytherin. Would you be in Slytherin? Would I be in Slytherin? I mean, um, I don't know. I'll like, know. you can fit in most of the houses. Especially Hufflepuff. Exactly. <laughs> like, well, personally, I think Slytherin gets a lot of bad rep, but people always forget that Merlin was in Slytherin. I uh, know. You know who else was in Slytherin? Malfoy. Yes, and he got a very good redemption arc in the books. Uh, yeah, all right, you got me on that one. Yeah, you, you have to think about it. Like, he was essentially hey, like raised as a Nazi, which is not his fault. And then when Wizard Hitler came back, he was like, oh, oh yeah, no, yeah. this is bad. I want out, but I have to protect my family. Wizard Hitler? Voldemort. Voldemort. No, I'm just like, who comes up with Wizard Hitler? I mean, that's exactly what he Voldemort. was. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Actually, that, that's really a scary really thought. thought. All right, well. Grindelwald, you mean? That's what yeah, I Grindelwald was just a nitty. Alright, well. I think you're talking about Peter Pettigrew. Oh, wait, what happened to my uh, staff of the Python? Uh, yes, I I was going to get the rest of that, but remember, remember my internet cut out, so I'm, I'm going to get you to tell me what you'd like to do. Oh well, I'm throwing my staff of the at the of the python at the uh, the minotaur, and uh, commanding it to entangle his legs and and immobilize him. Okay, and so for that, I believe is the snake its own creature that you have to to do something for, or uh, yeah, yeah, basically uh, I can. Uh, the staff becomes a giant constrictor snake under your control and acts on its own initiative count. 
By using a bonus action to speak the command word again, you return. Uh, that's for turning him back. Uh, I can throw it within 60 feet, and I can decide what action the snake takes and where it moves during its next turn. Okay, so essentially, it's a creature under your control. Yeah, a mighty creature, I might add. Okay, so uh, what I'm going to get you to do then is to roll a grapple attack for it. Oh, God in heaven. No, 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 no. Okay, rolling a 20. Uh, a 12, and I don't see that it has any uh, uh, modifiers. I'm looking up the stats now. Thank you. Oh, one other thing, Mr. DM. I'm screaming like a school child. <laughs> of course he is. All right, I got it. There you go. Click on that. The giant thing, you were rolling for your attack, it was a... 12. Dang it, if it weren't on fire... So you wrap your snake around this flaming thing. Oh, wait, 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 wait. This was at the Minotaur, not the... Uh... Oh, the Minotaur, that's, right. that's my, my mistake. So at the Minotaur, uh, does not work. Oh, His armor class is much higher than 12. Now I really shriek like a schoolgirl. <laughs> I like it. So as you... Next in the order is... It... Oh, you're gonna hate this. It's the Minotaur. Oh boy. Uh, is he, he, we haven't actually so, attacked Minotaur. No, but the snake has. Yeah, uh, I think that counts as an attack. down a food. Plus, I also reduced it, so it's not exactly happy. No. It's uh, not happy at all. So. It is the opposite of happy. Given 
how the giant constrictor straight it like there wouldn't have advantage to or plus five to the world because I uh, it's more. No, his his is a snake, not a giant snake, is it? It's a giant. No, it says giant constrictor snake. Then yes, it would have advantage. Good question. There you go. See, coming in clutch oh. with my. What a guy! What a guy! Thanks. That turns it into a seventeen. Yeah, seventeen. As the snake wraps around the feet of the Minotaur, it's now diminished form, taking serious displeasure with this little rope thing that should be its dinner instead of its undoing. You see the Minotaur is now grappled by the giant snake. Next to the order is, was, yeah. The Minotaur. It is going to try to quick break free. Six. I mean... Does not break free. Next on the order is Mad Maven. What do you want to do? Um, and I... Um, I need to figure out what those three bandits are doing. Waiting their turn. I mean, they're closer to me than the Minotaur is. Oh, you want to do an insight check? Or like yeah. a perception check? You want to see what's going on with them? Yeah. Um, yeah, I think I want first. Yes, perception. Natural 19 plus 9, so 28. 28. All right, with a 28, you take one look at them and you figure out that these are nothing more than common goblins that are being bullied into a job that they don't want to do. But. Over the years, they become bloodthirsty and have lost all sense of morality. Now, the only thing that matters for them is the next kill and the next coin. Well, I'd rather kill them than pay them, so... If it's, so if it's still my turn, I would like to... Actually, follow me on this one. I'd like to take my dagger. I mean, hang on a second. Am I close enough? Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to pull out one of my daggers and chuck it at this guy here on the end. Uh-huh. So, All right. Roll for your attack. Here. 14 plus 6, so 20. Did you say 20? Yes. Primus, why'd you give her the good dice? <laughs> it's a dirty 20, but I'll take my 20s any way I can get them. 
20 bucks is 20 bucks. Perfect <laughs> <laughs> Roll for damage. Here, 1d, whoops, 1d4, and a second plus three. So, two plus three, so five. Five damage. Yeah. Very well. Next in the order is going to be. Oh, I'm not done. I get a bonus action. Go ahead. Sure. Oh, because I'm a crossbow expert now? I'm going to use a bonus action and attack. Who do I want to attack with my, with my hand crossbow? What are you doing with your bonus action? Uh, uh, she's picking who to attack. I have a feat. Um, so I'm going you make to. make me so proud. I know. I hope so. <laughs> um, so with my crossbow. I'm going to take aim at this guy here. The, the first one? The All right. Yes. Oh, let's see here. So. You're, that was a dirty 20 again. <laughs> Primus, we need to talk so after me, please. See me in my office. <laughs> Why are you so dirty, Primus? Is it for blood? Yeah, <laughs> are the dice too sharp for you? My damage is 1d6 plus 3, and I rolled a 6 plus 3, so that's a 9. All right. Next in the order is the bandit in the middle. Him being completely unharmed, mm -hmm. he's going to take one look at you, take out a short bow, and take one shot directly at you. That is going to be a 17 against your armor class. Um, well, you said you a bunch of times. Who? Oh, um, Mad Maven. Uh-huh. Well, I would like to try and dodge out of the way of that first. You can certainly try. Okay, 15 plus 6, 21. Damn it! For my saving throw. So, you managed to dodge out of the way as an arrow nearly avoids where you just were. As you look at the arrow, you notice a small black liquid dripping from the arrow tip that seeps into the sand beside you. It burns your nose as a foul odor rises up. Next in the order is hey, the I other bandit. This one is also pissed off at Mad Maven. This one is going to roll for daggers. 
Two daggers, 19, and 17 against your armor class. Damn. I forgot I have sneak attack. Okay. That only works if they don't know about your presence. No, it's if if I... Uh, once per turn, you can deal an extra 4d6 damage to one creature you hit with an attack with a finesse or ranged weapon. If you have advantage on the attack, or if someone's blanking them, which can also cause Correct. advantage on the attack. Or if you Correct. are unseen when you make the attack. Uh huh. Well, I should have thought that through a, a little better. Okay, so tell me again, what am I? You can use your movement to try and flank someone with someone else. So next turn you can yes, get. Yes, but that doesn't pertain to. Uh, that does not pertain to this situation, however, because it was a seventeen right. and a nineteen against your armor class there, Mad Maven. Yeah. So. Can I try and dex out of the way again? You can try. But you're only going to be able to avoid one out of the two, probably. That's fair. Wow. That wasn't great anyway. It was only a 12. So! You take one arrow to... The neck and the other... To the right shoulder. Ouch. That's okay, I'm left-handed. Make, make a constitution saving throw with disadvantage. Disadvantage. Man, I should have gave that that in that advantage to Mad Maven. Nah. Oh. I get for So, what was that, Mad Maven? Hello? What, no? Uh, I was going to get that uh, that number with disadvantage from you. Yeah, 11. Okay, so... Roll 2d6. Nine. You are paralyzed for nine minutes. Okay. But, so like, from the waist down? From the neck down. So if there was a poison in there, I do have advantage against poison. Paralytic. That is still poison. Nope. Different classification. Any nurse will argue that. Yeah, he's, he's right. I hate to be the jerk of bad news, but that is an accurate one, so. No. All right. So, Mad Maven, you are currently incapacitated. As Bickle Jr. sees you take two freaking, well, two daggers, really. Hey, don't push it out if you can't take it, right? 
I know, I know. And okay, so Pickle Jr. is going to. Oh. He's going to take out one of those jars of flammable pea he has. <laughs> well, I mean, it's already on fire. Going... But hold on. Yeah, we don't know and then he is going to reach into his pocket and pull out a shit ton of nail. Hmm. He's going to drop them into the bottle of piss, give it a hard shake with the stopper on, and aim directly at the web golem that is still currently blazing. So it's going to be a attack roll with a strength modifier, 18... Plus strength modifier. So that hits. Yay. All right. So it now takes further fire damage. Next in the order is the last bandit. It is going to take a look at Bickle Jr. and take out the same daggers laced with the same paralytic and throw them at him as well. Two attack rolls. Shit. 18 and 19. Both hit. Constitution saving throw. That's a 12. He is going to be unconscious for... 2d6 minutes. They're no, paralyzed for six minutes. Oh, and by the way, Mad Maven, it's not six, uh, not nine minutes, it's nine rounds. Get the fuck out of here. Come on. Hey, <laughs> one round is six seconds. You only miss nine of your rounds or until battle ends or you get cured first. These guys are playing to keep. I see that. Let's show the orders, Flambe. What do you want to do? Uh, Flambe, seeing all this, is just like hyperventilating and almost going into a panic attack while he holds his head in his hands and is looking down. And then he starts to just like think heavily as. He decides to, um, as a free action, just pray to his mom and say, please, please let this work. And he casts Scorching Ray, uh, each ray targeting a different bandit. I will allow it. If you can make a successful religion check, I will give you advantage on your attack. Okay. Because... Technically, praying is talking, so it's a free action, so religion check. Uh, yes. Yeah. Also, uh, uh, 15? Yeah. Give me a d100. Okay. Remember, you still also have the advantage for, for uh, 
what's it called? Uh, silvery barbs. Sure. Uh, I'll use it on this. Uh, 17. Not much better. Uh, no, I was going to say, you only needed a little bit more left to finish that axe of yours. So as you pray, feeling the weight of the axe in your hand, you notice that all the lines start matching up. The blade sharpens, the corners harden, and the clay solidifies. Ooh. Your weapon is complete. That's a good way to help. Yeah. Um, but in, in this moment, he's going to continue with the Scorching Ray. Very well. And you have advantage on that using your religion. Thank you. The heat of battle with free devotion can block. A dirty 20, a 22, and a natural 20. Go for your attacks and your nat 20s. Don't forget to double the damage. All and right. Mm. Which one you're hitting with how much damage, of course. I have to record their injuries, you sadists. Yes. Uh, I mean... I'll, I'll just have it be from, uh, from left to right uh, facing them. Very well. I like the logic. I am burning through my spell spots. That's what they're for. So the first one is a 14. What? And damage and... Uh, so, so all, all this is damage. So the first one is a 14. The second one is a 10. Got it. And the third one is a 13. All right. So as you pew, pew, pew. <laughs> <laughs> You managed to hit all three of them with some pretty solid hits. One takes out a leg. The other one takes out a foot. The other one takes out a hand. You look at them. They are they are not happy as next to the order is Cheech. Seeing these three bandits now clutching their various body parts in pain. What do you want to do? Uh, I want to look at the uh, the web golem, and uh, can I tell how damaged he is? You could make a medicine check, perception check, history check. I'll make a perception check. Perception and check. I roll an ele natural 11. Oh, big spender. 
So with an 11, you take one look at its oily, flaming, writhing form as it dances around trying to put the fire out while simultaneously trying to avoid attack. Okay, he doesn't seem to be much of a danger, so I'm going to throw a spell at the, uh, the Minotaur. Very well. Well, the only reason Which would he's have not really disadvantage. a threat is because he's been on fire so much, he hasn't had a chance to attack yet. Right. Uh, but the Minotaur... Preoccupied. The Minotaur worries me, so I'm going to throw a hideous laughter on him and see if he thinks it's really funny to be tied up. Right ahead. And I find it My roll is a uh, a nineteen. With a nineteen, you look at him with hideous laughter and say, "Yes." I'm waiting for you. Oh, he, huh. he already said the thing. Yeah. So, what's it like? Hey, isn't it, is it funny that you tied up? <laughs> All right, I'll take it. And he feels ashamed. He he thinks of his mom's and the advice they uh, uh, that his mom gave him over the years. If you ever get tied up, don't. <laughs> Yeah, it's good advice. <laughs> yeah, he, he, he's small. He's weak. He's tired. He's just not, uh, and he's now depressed, laughing. Yes, yes, he is. As you notice that the web golem now suddenly slumps into a pile of burning web. Ah, that was easy. So, Cheech, you mock the hell out of this Minotaur. Next in the order, however, is the Minotaur. He is going to take his shame and turn it into anger without the use of alcohol, which is impressive. <laughs> I'm trying to get out of the grapple. That is a 17 against your snake. Uh, what is the uh, the DC on that? Uh, has to beat his strength his strength roll, and that was I believe a nineteen, wasn't it? Well, I'm really sorry, but this is the first time I've used this and I don't have a, a strength uh, for it. Uh no, you uh, you rolled when you rolled, you rolled like a nineteen. And oh no, that's not how it went then. That was in your original to, to bind him. Now the giant constrictor snake, that one is... So it needs to make a strength saving throw, and it has a, a plus four. Okay. That would be a 15. Yeah, he already woke up. So, it manages to free itself from your grapple, or your snake's grapple, rather. Uh, uh, damn. Stands tall. Just for the record. Hmm? Just for the record. Remember the size difference? Medium and he's a medium. And we got a huge, yes. huge snake there. Uh, no, the he's a giant snake. But here's the thing. 
He also has a plus four to it, so it was a 21. Yeah, I was just saying because his the size category for the giant snake is huge. Yes, so but he's two size. Uh, he's actually he's two size. Yeah, he's. Yes, yeah, but uh, his strength does not he, change. He got minimized. He is. Uh, what does reduce do again? By the way, just for the record, it just changes your size, but it does not change your strength modifier. I'm sorry. I thought it also affects, but uh, I, I may be wrong. Uh, Flumbe, what does uh, All right, well, the spell say? Uh, one sec. I, I just want to make sure this is right, is all. I'm sorry. Oh, no, it's fine. Uh, for reduce, it says the target size is halved in all dimensions and its weight is reduced by one eighth of normal. This reduction decreases its size by one category from medium to small, uh, like as an example. Until the spell ends, the target also has disadvantage on strength checks and strength saving throws. The target's weapons also shrink to match its new size. While these weapons are reduced, the target's attacks uh, with them deal 1d4 less damage. Alright. So, rolling again. That's a nat 20. So, I guess we're going to go with the with the, uh, the 21 that was dirty. Alright. Just want to make sure we have that correct. No, no, no. Like the, the dice decided. I didn't do crap. All right. So, as it shakes off the the giant snake, again, flexing his muscles, he is going to then look at all of you and do a quick intimidation check. That's a five. He tries to look menacing, but you think he looks constipated. <laughs> he probably knows he's not intimidating after all that display he thinks he is that's what's going on he thinks uh, uh, he is sure he's like, he does uh, sure well, most of the next to the order is <laughs> I feel like Matt Maven, what do you want to do uh Am I uh, still uh, under the effects of the paralytic? This is the end of that. This is your first turn no longer being afflicted because it went nine okay. rounds. Now it's your go. But uh, I have one turn this entire combat. Hello? Oh, wait, yeah, you're right. What is your initiative, Bob? I know I got the lowest initiative. I'm still like, I only got one turn. We're oh, pulling off. I don't even have fun. your initiative on here. Okay, well, then uh, let's get you to do two simultaneous attacks then, yeah? Feel free to, to combo up. All right, so I'll, I'll do the two things then. Well, for my uh, next turn, what I was going to do was, seeing how she was ill, I was planning on 
but never got my turn. I was gonna lesser restoration to take care of the paralyzed. Okay, so then we can yes. just say that's what you did with your first turn and your second. Uh, also, for my second turn, I was gonna turn the Minotaur into a relatively beefy snail. About the size of a. So you want to polymorph it? True polymorph or regular polymorph? It's only regular. All right. It's going to be, yeah. So it's going to be about the size of yeah. And All right. So it needs to make I'm a use saving my last Bardic. Yep. And my last Bardic inspiration is going to be used to uh, minus 1d8 from it. Uh, it rolled a three. It doesn't really matter. But uh, all right, I rolled uh, a d8. I removed, I removed two, one from the three. It's a two. So it is now I, I a, a snail big enough for me to put in this other potion, like just small enough that I can get the it easily into the potion vial. Because I'm going to do that again. Nice. You're gonna bury him. All right, I I hey, put him. It's good. In there, it's good to have in the bottle, and I'm burying it. <laughs> no, I chuck it uh, down the gorge. There is no gorge. You're in a cave. Uh. You guys what what was that? What was that rickety bridge there? Oh. That's not a gorge. I'm gonna go I back. I don't have that listed as a gorge. I just have that listed as gap. Yeah, that goes but, all the uh, way yeah, down. You could throw him down that. I'm gonna you, throw him you down. You could throw him down that. Uh, we throw him down that. Well, you could all right. Well, we'll, we'll get to that when we get there. So, because you guys are not there yet, and if you want to get there, that's going to take a couple of rounds of movement at least. So, no. I'm going to okay. take him off the initiative. You jerks. And <laughs> next, after seeing Mog put up in the, the bottle for this little snail, Flambe, what do you want to do? Uh, Flambe is going to quietly to himself just say, thank you, mommy, while pulling out his axe. <laughs> Because there's some bandits left. <laughs> okay, because you know how much our fans love hearing you say thank you, mommy. That they yes. love that last episode. That one, I think they just they're like. <laughs> oh, I, I specifically they turned only. DM, I specifically yes. turned only the Minotaur. All the stuff is dropped out on. Noted. Thank you. Uh, so next then... The order... hmm? Oh. Yep, yeah, next to the order, Siege. I, I wasn't done. Oh, no, sorry. Yes, Flambe. My mistake. Uh, so, so after uh, doing that, he's uh, gonna go into a rage and make an attack on the web golem. 
Very well. You can certainly try. Oh, I thought the web golem was dead. Yeah. I never said that. You assumed that. Yeah, he just said it melted into a pile. Sounds like dead to me. Yeah, but it's made of spider webs. Yeah, and there should like it's still, still be an actual spider somewhere, right? All right. True. Like I, I, I assume since it was still on the board that like there's some kind of body there. Is a mound of what looks to be spider webs, but they are almost unnaturally thick. Say the strands of yarn thick. Okay. You notice that they are both sticky, greasy, oily, singed, and moving. Yeah, he's... Yeah, he's gonna be trying to go for the part that's moving, assuming it's the spider. Very well. Go ahead and roll for a Uh, dirty 20. Dirty 20 hits. What do you want to do? Uh, so let's see. It's 1d12 plus 6 and then 2d8. Roll them up. So 10 bludgeoning damage. Wait, is it bludgeoning or is it slashing? I always forget. Uh, well, that depends on what device or what are you using for your attack? Is it the axe? Yes. Uh, then that would be slicing damage because it is an axe. Uh, bludgeoning would be, say, a warhammer or uh, a mace. Yeah, so it's a uh, 10, 10 slicing damage and then. Got it? All right. 14 fire damage. All right. And as soon as you go to slice it, any creature that hits it with a natural attack is considered grappled. Any creature that hits it with a melee weapon must make a DC 14 strength saving throw or have the weapon pulled from your grasp. Okay. Um... What if he doesn't let go? What if he just lit in on fire? Uh, it's no longer on fire. I just said it turned into a slump of web. Um, Bay is it on fire? Fire genacity. He Bumping just grappled a fire genacity. <laughs> what? <laughs> yes, but Why he's only the web tried to weapon, not it. Grapple. Twenty-three. With a twenty-three, you manage to slice through and pull it out with very no. little resistance. You hear an unnatural <laughs> sound coming from the web golem. Twenty-three. Next to the order is Cheech. What do you want to do? Okay. Uh, if I utter the word for my staff to return to a staff um, condition, how f can I move and throw a spell? 
Oh, yes. All you have to do is speak a command word, so that's a free action to speak a word. Okay. And of command course, word, uh, uh, spell would be return to a spell, and then I'm going to throw uh, flaming hands, burning hands, rather, uh, at the three bandits, because they're already I like it. I like no, it, too. You collect your snake, uh, you turn it back into the staff, you summon your magical energy, and warf. So, with burning hands, you reach out. And here comes the roll. Uh, fire ignites any... Da, 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 da. A thin spread of shoes uh, from your outspread fingertips. Uh, each 15-foot uh, cone must, must make a deck saving throw. So, three deck saving throws. Three, oh. Ten. Pardon me, Ten. I also utter my, my battle cry, which is, screw you guys. <laughs> so they get a 10, a 10 of the 4, so they all take full damage. Roll it up. Uh, I'm sorry, i got to read this spell, I, f I forgot. Take your time. It's 3d6, my friend. 3d6. Okay. Woohoo! Please feel free to, to ask anyone. I, like I said, I trust Misty with my game. He's a very reliable Okay. Uh, first guy gets uh, five points of damage. Noted. Second guy gets uh, 12 points of damage. Gotcha. Third guy takes uh, six points of damage. Gotcha. All Make right, so, as you light these goblins on fire, all of their clothes burns off. You hear trinkets fall to the ground with their now singed cloaks. As you see them all wearing leather armor, they all are completely covered in sheathed knives, each dripping with the paralytic. They take one look at you, grin, as the web golem gets back up, reconstituting itself as its movement, and oh. then goes to bring its arms down on Mog with the axe in its back. No. Mog, deck saving throw. I, I didn't hit it. I, I didn't do anything. No, no. It's, going to, bro. it's going to... Okay, you ever see no. someone take their fists and slam them on someone else's shoulders? That's what it's going to mm -hmm. do to you. It's going to slam into you with a plus eight to hit. I got my plus eight, 24. Oh, was that oh. all? I'm going to say, uh, yeah, that could hit if I didn't have three miles. All right, rolling again. 13. I'm good. Well, it goes to reach out. It gets nothing but air. You look at it as it reaches forwards for you. You see little bits of singed web. And you swear you see little strands appearing out of nowhere, slowly reconstituting it. Next in the order is Mad Maven. Oh, uh, what do you want to do? Second part. Uh, A. Advantage. Okay. Fire. All right, and, uh, Matt David. 
Yes. Go back to the crossbow. All right, roll for a ranged attack. Okay, now they're starting to be gross. I only got a twelve. I've, I've, I've had worse. A 12 does not hit. You aim, the arrow taking off and landing only at their feet. You see them look at the arrow. They all look at each other, chuckle a little bit, as two of them take out knives, look at each other, and then nod. Four attack rolls. A seven. Uh, these are all plus four. So that would be a 11 against your armor class, a 9 against your armor class, a 13 against your armor class, and a 21 against your armor class. Okay, so my armor class is 14. So only the 21 hits. All right, so it is going to hit you for 1d6 damage. You take three damage, and you now see a green slime drip down the blade into the wound. You suddenly don't feel so good. Make a constitution saving throw. Boy. Plus 15. Was it what, sorry? 15. Oh, you just missed. <laughs> okay, I will give you an option, my friend. Okay. Would you like to roll the d12 to see what poison you've gotten, or would you like me to? Uh, I have advantage against poison. If we're talking about poison, I have advantage against poison. Or against roll again, poison. my friend. And this is an institution saving throw. Well, I guess we're sticking with my original number. <laughs> Very well. I'm not going in the right so, way. would you like to roll the d12, or shall I? Uh, I'll roll a 12. I haven't tried this one yet. Um, six, but I have advantage, and three. Uh, well, there's not really a, a advantage to a, a poison. I mean. This is literally just a, rolling a d12 to see what poison. Oh, that's right. Shit. So I, I'm just I'm just trying to think like where the heck was the initiative coming from? No, <laughs> no, I was no. I have initiative on poison. No advantage against being poisoned, but it's it's this new weed pen. I'm just I'm pretty stoned. <laughs> I'm just gonna put that out there. All right, well, you're lucky. It was only common oil of taggot. 
That's not a good. I mean, I can cure that, but that's not a good. Oh, God. Well, I said it was common. So, creatures subjected to this poison must succeed on a constitution saving throw, or you are poisoned for the next 24 hours. If you become unconscious, you will suffer damage. No, you will wake up if you take damage. Uh, this is a contact poison, so it doesn't even need to get in you. It just needs to get on you. Yeah, I so, can cure start off on the poison. You take five poison damage there. But she saved against it, right? All right. And... No, she didn't save against it. Uh, her original roll was better than her second roll. No. But next in the order is Bickle Jr. He is going to take another. Oh, no, that was his last pee-filled jar. Oh, uh, shit. Can he take that? Does he have a jar of that? <laughs> uh, it's worth asking. Okay. He's going to cast Vicious Mockery. Oh, I love Vicious Mockery. Well, these... These bandits he's going are quite to look at the, He's going to look at this bandit. He's going, you look like an uncooked piss pig. Ouch. God, that made me feel bad. That wasn't bad. I, I got to use this freaking list of insults more often. But, All but, right. So, I'm sensitive. And, and damage. All right. So he is now bloody and crying. <laughs> Next to the order is the crying one through tears. <laughs> and he's going to have disadvantage on this. He is going to try to, I'm a real man. And he's going to try to throw uh, a dagger at Cheech, glistening with poison. Jeez. That is. 21 against your armor class. Oh, give me a break. Jeez. I honestly Would you like the same honor of rolling for poison, or shall I? Oh, go ahead. Right? You still got that point of inspiration, don't you? you? You may have the honor, DM. Very well. I'm pretty sure he has that point of inspiration if he needs it. He, he does still have that point of inspiration. Um, you you can use it. I mean, I, I don't want to tell you how to use your roll money. first. Oh, roll boy. first. We'll find out later if we should use it because <laughs> you can choose after the fact. All right. Uh, this is the poison of frog fire. You notice this coarse ruby powder encrusted on this blade. It pierces into you, and any time that you come in contact for the sun, it will begin to burn you until you have greater restoration or better. 
You're now allergic to the sun. There's actually Here comes a little bit of a little bit of a little bit of yeah, is his own person. All right, next in the order, because now that this beta feels like a man, yeah, <laughs> you're a yeah, you're looking for sunshine now. <laughs> next in the order is Mog. What do you want to do? You think men use poisons? And and I, what I'm gonna do is I've. So they both failed for the poison? I think Save we me. Save me, I'm cuter. Wait, wait, wait. Yes, he's looking to sunshine. DM. Is it possible yeah. I, I can cast... Uh, I don't got greater restoration, so I can't uh, heal the sun. Issue, uh, unless I give him maybe hold on. I'm not All right, uh, don't worry about I, the sun issue, just could kill these. I, I, I cast a spell and also uh, kick me awake. DM, um, she's not unconscious, she's just poisoned. Oh, oh, in that case, uh. Because I thought she was unconscious. Uh, poison. Anyway. Well, poison gives you disadvantage on everything, and I'm not about that life. So, uh, I, I aim my, uh, my cigar at Mad Maven, and you see a purple trail of sparkling smoke comes off of it as I twirl it with my wrist, and you turn in, you, uh, uh no longer a poison. the smoke right. you feel a sudden exhilaration of both tobacco and cleanliness of the blood next to so, the oh, is... that bonus action <laughs> i have a bonus action. so bonus action uh who's injured bandits me on my but, uh, I still have 15. plenty of hit points left. Anyone anyone need him? Mad Maven. Yeah. I've taken right. a few knocks. Right. In that case, uh, uh I, I can only use this as an ability now, so you can only get the this form. I am sorry in advance. Uh, I use I uh, use word. So you get get one d four plus five. Roll one d four and five to it. Man, I'm guys are eating all of my spells. Do you know how many slots I have oh, left, man? No, maybe next time I'll just keep my mouth shut and let you handle everything like it should have been the first place. 
Who are you, and what have you done with the real man? Try to not get caught up in their packs. And then um, after I heal her, I switch the cigar smoke over to uh, and back on her as you also heal uh, nine hit points. All right. So next in the order is going to be Flambe. Uh, Flambe starts to get even angrier as his hair starts to turn like a cobalt blue, and he's going to go in for two attacks on the web golem. I like it. Go ahead and roll him up. Aiming for spiders. Uh, so one's a twenty-five. One's a twenty-five. The other's a twenty-six. All right, that hits. Oh, no. Okay, I'm going to have to fix that later. Apparently my dice tower, like, it has a hole and it fell into the bottom of it. And now it won't come out. <laughs> oh. A guitar pick and a guitar, yeah. All right, well. Uh, yeah, so just give me a sec, because now I have to roll these normally. Yep. Trying to do the math. So that's 24 uh, slashing damage. And you've also got to make a, a DC, uh, you got to make a strength saving throw because you slashed it again and you want to make sure your axe doesn't get stuck. Yeah, uh, and also 24 fire damage. All right.
26 on the strength save. All right, so you managed to slice through, pulling it back. Not again losing your weapon in the web golem as it takes another good chunk of damage. It is now pretty bloody looking. As next in the order is Cheech. What do you want to do? Uh, well, I want to go home, but I don't think that's going to be an option. Uh, I'm going to step back a little bit, and I'm going to cast another spell called Sleep on these three bandits. You can certainly try. It is a uh, intelligence. Uh, it's a twenty-two. Oh. You managed to put one of them to sleep. One, jeez. Hold on. As the other two look at each other, you see the second falling asleep. The third suddenly panicking as he tries and just manages to keep his eyes open. He looks at his two compatriots. He looks back at you guys. He's debating what the hell to do. Next can is I, the web golem. Can, can I make a second uh, uh, thing? I want to scream uh, at him. Oh, that's a free action. Die, you motherfucker. Ah. Screaming into the void is always Did free. Guys... Screaming is always free. Yeah. Yeah. To these guys, we won't... Yeah, to these guys, we won't... To these guys, we And just aren't even phased. <laughs> even the things that we're... And even the things that we're giving them trouble, we're just kicking that in, in the teeth as well. <laughs> Pretty well. <laughs> so, the web golem, it is going to feel the flambe slicing into its back really hard this time. It's going to turn around, look directly at flambe, and then. It's going to start spreading out bigger and bigger, turning itself into a giant ball and engulfing Flambe with a grapple. Wow, 19 geez. against your armor class. Armor class is 19. Oh, who's the win go to? Frig. It says here the tie goes to you. Yes. Hey. All right. So as it goes to engulf you, you just managed to slip away without having it touch you at the last second. Next in the order is Mad Maven. What do you want to do? Um, reach up into that cap that I bought and pull out that feather just for fun. You know, the one that burns anyone it touches. I like it. Because I'm not getting anywhere with the crossbows and shit. So I'm just All gonna right. 
run up to this bandit with it and just slap him upside the face a few times. So for that one, you're only just going to have to make a strength check. Or, uh, sorry, you're going to have to make a attack roll using your strength modifier. Alright, that hits. So you slap him upside the face. He takes 1d6 damage. He takes 5 damage from the feather touch. How do you want to do this? Really? Yes, shut up. How do you want to do this? Oh my god. <laughs> oh, that guy's been pissing me off the whole game, too. Uh, I think I'm just going to wait for him to fall over there and then take that feather and shove it right into both of his eye sockets real hard until they're just burned to a crisp. You are an evil person. Mm -hmm. That's why we like her. Yeah. All right. So you jam it into his eye sockets. He is now dead. And I'll put that Ooh. feather right back into my cap and say call me Yankee fucking doodle. Oh, God. <laughs> Alright, next in the order was the two sleeping bandits. Now it's Bickle Jr. And he is going to... Uh, I don't want a vicious mockery again, but it's working. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. I love how that. Uh, I love how you said that. That was just perfect. All right. That was well. him. In, that, please tell me that was him, just mocking the enemy. Don't make me use this spell again. <laughs> Just like disappointed parent voice. <laughs> All right. No. Bickle Jr. is going to take one look at this golem and say by the look of you you remind me of gamer girl bathwater ouch dude I think oh, that, that one went a little hmm. harsher than I intended that made me feel bad yeah. Wow. All right. So he's going to take. All right. Now, both his self esteem and his friend are dead. <laughs> As the web golem takes damage. Next in the order is the dead bandit. Mog, what do you want to do? Um, not what the dead bandit's doing. 
can't take a dirt nap. Uh, I want to do the opposite of what that guy in the dirt is doing. Please. Thank you. <laughs> Was that All right. a little so, too sassy? Uh, okay, okay. <laughs> so, uh, I like the sass. Um, it, it's it, was, it was a perfect amount of sass. I only one spell slot left. So you guys know. Works. <laughs> so guys, uh, if you guys get poisoned again, I hopefully got more heal. <laughs> uh, so I can't use my spell because I need to brace for poison. And since these guys... So, you know, is there anything in that's, your, that's a personal choice? Melee with this thing is in melee range of you. I'm not sure if this that's a good thing is in melee that. range of you. However, Flambe at the end of his last turn had to take a few steps back to get all out of the way. So, the only ones in melee range is the web golem. Alright, so if I pull away from the web going, he'll try to strike me. I don't. I'm not about that. Have an that opportunity. Yeah. If so, well, I'm gonna have. Yeah. I, I don't want to allow for that. So, what can I use? This is for my bonus right. action okay. to do. Alright. Uh, um, I'm gonna give myself... I have no choice but to hit it. Bonus action, I would like to rage. Of course. And now it's time to splat a bug. <laughs> you, you hope. What part of the I'm body are you aiming gonna, for? Uh... Uh, I can't hear you there, but hit the back of the spider for the webs there where his blade mark is. If I aim just a tiny bit higher, I can probably cut off his head. Now I can hear you perfect. You were saying? Alright, so I would like the rage, and then I would like to smash oh. the spider where I saw the blade cut into the spider. Uh, that would have been on its back. Yep. So, so you are just... currently taking its back. As you see the giant blade wound. In fact, what you notice about the blade wound is it seems to be slowly stitching up. Make a free perception check. Alrighty. And perception, because I'm a master at that. Hey, can oh, you ask yeah. me to do it in your I'm... place? Because I got like plus nine on that. You can perceive all the things. 
Yeah, definitely all the things. Definitely. So, uh... With a six, you notice one thing in particular. That you swear you see this little black thing shoot from side to side every so often as another thread appears here and there. You notice it's repairing itself. What do you want to do? I already raged, and now I'd like to smash. <laughs> plus seven for my Mesa smashing. Smashy, smashy. Nineteen, nineteen. Very well. Also, make a strength saving throw to make sure your mace does not get stuck to it. I'm raging, so I got advantage and a plus two. Oh, wait, that's uh, 20, 21. I forgot the plus two there. Sorry. Says strength saving throw? Yes. I, I got advantage on these because I'm raging. Eighteen plus four. So, with a twenty-two, you manage to pull your weapon away just in time, not having it stuck to the creature. You, in fact, notice it slices, but it does not stick as you quickly pull it away. You see That's the little I... black bug begins to move a little slower inside of it. Yeah, I smashed right where the webs were already cut. So you're just working the wound. Back from smashing. That's smashing, ain't it? Noted. Yeah. Smashing! Next in the order is Flambe. What do you want to do? Uh, I'm going to try and aim wherever Mog was attacking, and make two uh, two attacks with the axe again. Oh, we're working well. that spot. We're try. working it like $2 poker. <laughs> Character voice. We're working it like a $2 poker. And for that, I'm giving you a point of inspiration. <laughs> So, a 24 and a 27. Uh, hits. Roll for damage. And also, don't forget to roll your strength saving throw. Alright. Yeah, I got one spell slot left. So, I, I, I'm saving it. <laughs> Uh, 23 on that saving throw. Very well. And roll for damage. Uh, 13 slashing damage. How do you want to do this? <laughs> I have done the fire damage! 
so Flambe, even in his rage, is taking his cues from Mog and notices. Take you from a mug in the cave. <laughs> <laughs> what I see in my head, I'm not gonna lie, is Flambe and Mog my rage, take my taking turns going. I can see Mog and, and, and Flambe taking turns like, ah, ah, like just smash. <laughs> yep, yep. All right. So, <laughs> you take this thing out. You hear a puff as you look down, and you see the remains of a spider carcass as a little greenish ooze trickles out. You see that uh, this golem twitches. And lies still. As well it should. You guys are now out of battle. What do you want to do? Alright. We're going to tie up the... You guys. Uh, I take I take the uh, minotaur. And anyone got to speak uh, with animal? You mean the minotaur corpse. No, uh, it's not dead yet. Remember, it's a slug. Oh, I suppose it's a snail, yes. Yeah, snail. And, and I put it into an one of those unbreakable magic jars there. Uh-oh. <laughs> so if it does expand, it's going to oh, die. Oh, no. <laughs> Remember yeah, yeah, this yeah, yeah, song yeah. dance. I'm going to go. Anyone got speak with animals? Um. Uh... Sorry. The garden is just a shrug. Yeah, I Wait. do. Alright. You want to talk to him first before I chuck him over the edge? Sure. So, so as you guys take a walk... I don't know, I'm going to move your character in the correct direction. So as you take a leisurely walk so, all and the I, way I back to the tell them to tie up the guy. <laughs> okay. As everyone begins to tie up the bandits that are left living, noticing that Bramble has disappeared, you see that Mad Maven, Cheech, and Bickle Jr. have tied up the remaining two bandits. The one that is now unconscious, or rather, dead. You see its clothes lying just beside it. What, it stripped down naked right before it died? No, no. no I... Remember they were hit with that the stuff that burnt their clothes? Yeah. Also, all the so Minotaur's gear is on the top in a pile, too. All the Minotaur's <laughs> gear is in a pile, too. We need Correct. To oh, Flambe will put that in his, his ring. Or what in his ring? Minotaur All stuff. the Minotaur's here. Oh, you guys have to roll for that. What kind of stuff was? Well, I'm in? I'm just saying that like whatever it is, like Flambe will yes. hold on to it by putting it in his his uh, teeny okay, bottle. So, so in other words, we'll divvy up later. 
Yes. Yeah. Gotcha. All right. So, as you begin to pack everything away, saying to your compatriots, we'll divvy up later, they all nod and start tying up the bandits. On that walk, Mog, Flambe, make a stealth check. All right. Oh, eight. <laughs> I hate that. Eight. Last spell. Spell. You get. You reroll. So reversed. Out of spells, but you do you. Seventeen. Oh. I'll give myself advantage Long. now. <laughs> You've earned it. Because at this point, it's too. It's. Well, I worked too hard for not a perfect speed run of this. <laughs> All right, where's my stealth? Got, there it is. Don't have fingers to find. I mean, for crying out loud. All right. Dang it. Fifteen. I think you guys had this as a groove check and it wasn't the first frickin' roll. <laughs> <laughs> as you sneak past the sleeping bullet, it does not even notice your presence. But you do notice fresh blood drying on its teeth. I'm... As you walk down the distance, what do you two talk about? So, um, I've noticed you've been trying to talk to me as, as of late. What, what's got in you? Well, remember when that lady that, uh, that, like, played that game with us about, like, if we won, we got information from her? Yeah. As I, uh. Uh, go to my tie you speeded to adjust it, but I'm like, oh, no tie. Well, the question I asked her was if she knew who my father was. Mm-hmm. And? And she told me that he had granted a lot of wishes to a lot of people, and not all of them were good. And then she was, she told me <laughs> That he went by, like, a lot of people called him Bulgil, which is apparently dwarf for bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Mog stops. Dennis tracks. It's canon now. Flambe, <laughs> uh, like, took a few more steps before he realized you stopped. And then he turns around and says... What's wrong? Um, Want to run that by me again? She said that he granted a lot of wishes for a lot of people. No, no, not after all that. of them were good. And that people called him Tholgil. And that means? Bitch in dwarf. And that's in dwarven. Yes. 
You sure she said dwarven? Yes. Do you know it's the it, it's the only information I've ever gotten about my father. Except for okay. the whole wish thing. Rule of thumb. If someone's well known for being a one phrase avid avid I'm sorry, I can't say that word. Adjective. Advocate? A adjective? Advocate. Adjective. 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 One okay. word adjective. Like press the digitation all over again. Anyways. Right? <laughs> so, that was an interesting anyways. view for a session. Yeah. Here's at home. I suck at pronouncing things. <laughs> it's fine. Ba -da -ba -da -ba -da. That's all, folks. All right, keep going. All right, so, adjective. It has to be someone very strong. Now, there's only one who person who's ticked off dwarves enough to get that title. Are you saying you know my father? I've met him a few times. Uh, it's more you have the ability to speak with animals, correct? Yes. Uh, as uh, a an invocation, be speech. Yes, so... Uh, as you're walking down, because you said you cast it before you left... Yes. You The entire time you're walking, you hear the snails start muttering about daddy issues and oh my god, kill me now. <laughs> I, I, in in the middle of Mog talking, Flambe just breaks out laughing. Honestly, that's brilliant. Oh, so there's there's a guy who couldn't get drunk anymore. Decided to tick off the best course was to tick off an ancient line of professional dwarven brewers challenging them to make the str a strong enough alcohol to kill him. And he drank it in front of them spat it out at them and proceed to drink it. That is the man that is your father. Flambe is like speechless for a second. And as you well, are also, you arrive at the chasm, seeing the bridge swaying to and fro. You come to the edge and a realization. What do you want to do? Um, so. Flambe con continues the conversation first um, because he knows it's it annoys the Minotaur. Be <laughs> <laughs> He's got to be tortured a bit more. It's only been like two minutes. It. It's, yeah. it's like he sees it as torture right now. <laughs> Exactly, exactly. He knows what he's doing. Excuse me. Hmm? Uh, Cheech has a question. Yes? You know, I can't go into the sunlight right now. Not yet. But it's still... Um, if you want to do a perception check real quick, I'll give you that one. Well, Alrighty. Okay, Busy. 
Well, yes, but people do have an internal clock about them, a circadian rhythm. Okay, uh, he rolls a natural 18. Very well. You can tell through your natural cycle of the sun's comings and goings that it's around 2 in the morning. And that so, means... We need to get so out you know the sun will come up in five hours, and it's one hour back to the tents. But that's so we need lose. to start leaving in two hours. Uh, Do you want to risk the, tra the travel in the dark? Well, let uh, Teach ask: Does there. anyone know how to get rid of this poison? A I'm, great silence answers. Yeah, wear a burqa. Yep. You'll be fine. You're you're asking two bards about poison. They just go to the local STD apothecary. Apothecary. <laughs> STD and carry, yes. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, okay. this burns, itches, and oozes in that order. Thank you. <laughs> okay, whatever. So I mean <laughs> Maybe the dwarves have something. Maybe the bandits have something. You haven't freaking looked around yet. Yeah, we haven't. We haven't tossed any of the dead bodies and shit. I mean, they're always so, carrying stuff. Your father. Oh yeah. So uh, so Flambe for a minute is speechless, while also starting to look very skeptical. And then he asks Mog. Does he cook in any way or have any connection to water, perchance? Um, your father is a water genacity. Force, please. Your water. Uh, your, your father. Your water. <laughs> is a water, water. genacity. Your water is a father. Yeah. Your water is a father, Janassi. Yeah, we're keeping the stutter in, I in am character. your water. I'm your father. Oh, does that make him a mother flower? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hey. yeah. Keep it as Mog cannot believe he is meeting the child of one of his friends. Uh, specifically like, this guy. Specifically, like, Mog's seen this guy in a tavern. A couple times, and he knows all about this guy. He's like, it's like uh, when a grunt sees like the head boss mob searches taking a shot at a bar. They're like, uh, I'm gonna get off. Shot just like that. Uh, so, uh, scorched earth campaign. Yeah, water. Okay. Water tenacity. It's, like, it's, like so. it's like when the tattooed guy with the leather jacket shows up in the in the diner. Nobody bugs him. Yeah. So uh, his name is Jonathan Splash. <laughs> he calls himself right hand. He. Calls himself second the crew and the sh and the cook of the crew. 
though he goes by. But he is known as pretty much every in in front of it as the king's attacked. He is the best chef. The known in the kingdom, multiple kingdoms. Hello, can you hear me? Yeah, much better. You were saying? Right, I'm getting lore about my father. Where, where did where did you last hear? Attack dog. Jonathan Splash. Known as the attack dog of the king. The king's attack dog. He is the, as far as I'm aware, the world's greatest chef. Not by choice. <laughs> Not. I mean, a little bit by choice. Every crazy, every crazy request he can always fulfill. It's out, outright maddening. In his insanity, did order a man named Mac to be covered in liquid cheese so that way he could lick it off and have his mac and cheese. And oh then God. said, next time, oh, don't shave God. the guy. Yeah, he, he is a cook to a lunatic wizard, and he still cooks for everyone else and still is considered high regard by everyone for a cook. Oh, and it, one of his fellow compatriots, Man Mop, used to drop things on his head all damn day. So no, that was do with that, that was towards uh, that was uh, not uh, Jonathan. That was uh, actually that was John, not Jonathan Splash. That was uh, my first character no, no, there. He did that to everybody. He does that uh, to everyone. Yeah. That's just what Man Mop does. All right. But yeah. So uh, so, so Flambey. Uh, Flambe starts to look very self-conscious and as if he is gonna expect you to lash out to his next question which is would you be willing to introduce me to him? I mean... We're working for the king. It'd be what easy. I was expecting. I mean, you do have a job to finish first. I mean, if we finish this job for the king, it'd be probably an easy request, considering, as far as I'm aware, that guy is as pompous and showy as it is. You say his name, it'll come running. Okay. I, I haven't seen him once give up an opportunity to just outright be as him. You see <laughs> Mog absolutely shudders. <laughs> and as you have this conversation, Bickle Jr., Mad Maven, and Cheech, what are you guys up to while they're walking away? Uh, I'm just listening. Oh, I'm completely looting these bandits. <laughs> Some D12s ready. It's time to loot. 
It's time to loot. I got yeah, my We got some lore over here. We got some, tr tr some uh, treasure over here. I wonder which one the audience is going to like. Give me that loot. <laughs> uh, can I also roll for all the Minotaur stuff? Ah, that's, yes, going to be included with the loot. Okay. In fact, I literally have all kinds of random tables here. I'm just waiting for you guys to roll a d12. I love your random tables. They're awesome. Yeah. Random yeah. tables. <laughs> yeah. Seven. For the audience hey. at home. Call me Yankee I'll... fucking doodle. Thanks to your random table. Yeah. Hey, cool. All right. A seven. Yeah. <laughs> you have found a, a seashell earring that when touched casts a message spell. It's your shell are phone. Are you kidding? I didn't make this. Leave me alone. I'm, I'm sorry. No, you I'm this? saying this is shell so phone. perfect for like what just happened. A flambe just finds out that his dad Shut. is a water genasi and he gets a seashell earring. Shell phone. It's a phone. I didn't make this. Stop laughing at me. I'm not okay, laughing, laughing at you, dude. We're laughing with you. That's awesome. Yeah. All right. So, who wants to roll next on the D100 table? Or the D12 tables, rather. I don't know. You said 12. I'll I rolled... take it. Okay. You got an 11 and a 12. You have found a random human leg bone that is charred do i find it sm hey hmm? do i find it do i find it humorous uh, <laughs> i guess you needed that oh i'm going to flex uh, this one. I, I bet that cut, cuts the bone doesn't it oh you're I, all I like committing a fear <laughs> a femory right now <laughs> a femory <laughs> Random human leg bone that's charged. Charged. All right, and you have found also a small leather pouch that is tied shut with a leather string. Oh, I've been meaning to talk to you about that dream clay too, by the way. Yes, my friend. Um, you know my magic eyeball. I do. Um, it's magical. <laughs> with with the with eight ounces of dream clay, how many of those bad boys could I make? Because that's a lot of clay, and an eyeball is really tiny. Well, the problem is you can only attune them to you. They're the type of maximum of three attuned. Not, so not past that, I understand. I put some thought but, into this. But how All many right. things do you have a backup of? Oh. Like if I'd I say she could competently that. make a dozen. Hmm. However, however, you're only going to be able to attune to a maximum of three things at a time. Yeah, so I would like to use half of my dream clay and make six more of those spy eyes 
Very well. Uh, I'll have to get you to roll D100s as time goes on. Wow. So yes, you have found the leather pouch with the leather string. And... So yes, you take this uh, this earring flambe and... Uh, Does he make a call? Well, you're, you're, you're fire, so let's just say that you don't need to pierce anything. You just will it to happen. That you now have this magical item. He doesn't uh, need to burn it to make it make it sterile. He is making it sterile. He is sterile. <laughs> He's on fire. <laughs> He's good. Is he? I, I haven't noticed. <laughs> <laughs> so is it a little uh, hot here, or is that just one one day here? Excuse me. You have found a bag of leprechaun gold. It is a bag of unlimited gold. However, within one hour, it disappears from wherever it is that you took it out and put it. A simple investigation check of anything higher than 15 will reveal it is fake. Anyone who... Well, actually, no, it says, sorry, 13, not 15... So anyone who tries to investigate it will basically be able to have a 50-50 chance to say this shit's fake. Mm -hmm. So that's an idea. Ooh. I mean, so, we tried yeah, everything. The bag of oh, my gold, unlimited gold disappears after one hour. Just like my reputation. What reputation? See? Yeah, because it disappears after an hour. Exactly. Uh, That's where I'm going with this. Uh, all right. So, as Mog and Flambe have walked their way all the way to the precipice, having their conversation, now looking at the snail in question, what do you guys want to do? So, uh, want to ask it where these fingers are? Or that's the only reason why I'm even in here. Yeah, Flam Flambe will hold the jar with the Minotaur snail in front of his face and uh, say, So, do you know where the little girl's fingers are? Or am I going to have to drop you? Sentently nods yes. Well, you gonna tell me? Looks at you. <clears throat> Intimidation check. That's a seven. And tries to intimidate you into saying, what's in it for me? Uh, Flambe will intimidate him back. And say, you not dying when I drop you down this chasm. Actually, I think I know a better way to, to get him to talk. You know, yeah, it didn't look that? like he enjoyed your dad, the dad talk that we were having. So I guess we could continue that until he dies slowly of crushing to death. 
We can make Ooh, it. Ooh, I like that. Crushing to death, his little snail eyes go extraordinarily wide and bulgy. Did he say uh, in a Canadian accent, I'm crushing your head, I'm crushing your head, I'm crushing your head? It has not been an hour yet. It's only been about, like, ten minutes, tops. <laughs> not the point. But yeah, he's... Oh, he's scared, that's why. Yeah. So, I guess until he talks... Um... <laughs> He I guess thinking, I have. I'll talk. I... I'll talk. Just shut up. <laughs> oh, I wanted to hear more about my dad. All you can hear is, "I'm glad I murdered my dad." Ask your damn questions. Wow. Like I said, where, where the are fingers? the girl's fingers? <laughs> he thinks in the treasure room. Uh, Flambe will relay this to Mog. There's, there's a part of the cave we haven't explored yet, boys. Um, there's a right. lot of the cave you haven't explored yet. Yeah. That's a question. Oh. Weren't there some children back there? Uh, yeah. That's all we need. Yeah, but these two are having a heart to heart, so. Well, that's okay. What about the rest of us? Are we taking care of our trying to talk to these children? Probably. That's up to you guys. I say you do that. I will reluctantly go along. You know how I feel about kids. But as you notice that both Bramble and all three of the kids are gone. Ah, oh, jeez. He sounds like Charlie Brown. <laughs> I feel like Charlie Brown. <laughs> you see a note on the floor from Bramble. It says, I got the kids. Those dwarves are some pretty maternal people. TTYL. <laughs> oh, that's okay. Oh, the dwarves. So, uh, Yeah. Uh, is the fire still going in this uh, section of the cave here? Oh, uh, we can say that it's out, but there is ample supplies to get it going. So, did we get all the information we wanted? Just got it. Figure out how to get those treasures. Well, I'm absolutely going to wander over towards those hot coals. Very well. So you wander over towards the hot coals. You see Bickle Jr. spends the next several minutes with a strength check of natural 20 dragging the bandits and the, by the scruffs of their necks, picking Cheech up, popping him on his shoulder and just ignoring the laws of physics and dragging them and throwing them into the back of a, a small crevice. I got shot in the neck. Let's let Bickle do some work. Totally fine with that. 
as soon as this happens, he's going to go up, immediately go up to the first one and go, All right, where are the kids' fingers? The first bandit's going to shake his head. Smacks him across the face. Ah, Sid! Fingers! Bandit takes two damage. The bandit keeps shaking his head no. He's going to slap him again. Four damage. You see, he's starting to get really bloody now. It's He's having a hard time staying awake. Mad Maven, do you mind? Or shall I take thee on us? Oh, my friend. It is all you tonight, buddy. Oh, look. He has a potion. Mad Maven, catch. Oh, I got it. Strength deck. That's a 17, Mad Maven. Make a deck saving throw. Dex saving throw? Sorry, dex, just a dex check. 14 plus 6. Oh, it's a dirty 20. Wait a minute. Okay. Dirty 20. You catch a superior healing potion that gives you 4d4 plus 4 healing. Four. Chug it down. In Mad Maven, come here, please. Come, Cheech. Yeah. If if you don't mind, Mad Maven, drink that right in front of this fucker's face. Glug, glug, glug. Intimidation check with advantage. Good thing it's a nat one and a fifteen. So he's just gonna the bottle off. And then make uninterrupted eye contact with the, the bandit as he watches you pour it into your mouth and heal. Nice. All right. So, I think the lady thanks you, but I don't. Tell me where the kids' fingers are. And he's going to... Uh, He's going to go reach over. Mad Maven, excuse me. I'll have something to do. Reach into the fire with precipitation. Get it going again. And pull up a small iron poker next to it. Heating it in the fire. You don't want to look at this, dear. Look away. It's pickle time. <laughs> I'm totally you see, I've got these hands. And you've got those wounds. Do you see where this hot poker's going? Man, David, yeah, there's this... more than one way to, to harm somebody. I'll tell you, have you ever taken an arrow before? It hurts real good when you pull it out and you cauterize the wound with a and jams the poker into one of the wounds. As this is going on, Mog, Flambe, you found out about the treasure room. What next? All right. So, did we have any more questions to ask him? Uh Oh, yeah, just how to get into the treasure room. So, Flambe will ask that. He shakes his head no. All right. Cork it, leave him in front. We'll be talking about your um, Jonathan Splash. Very well. 
let's see how long it takes him to crack. I'm gonna do a a d20. That'll tell me what dice to roll. <laughs> okay, so a 19. He manages to hold it for a while. So on a d12. Oh, after only a minute of hearing you talk about your pappy, you hear him screaming his little voice. Stop! Stop! The love of all that is unholy, stop! Seeing how Flambe is the only one that can understand him, Flambe's gonna, like, just let Mog finish up what our story he was telling before saying, oh, by the way, like, he cried after a minute. I just really wanted to hear about my dad. I love that. So you make him wait for an extra 10 minutes. No. Uh... He, you talk for a solid ten minutes before telling Mog that he gave up after a minute. You just wanted to hear that story. <laughs> yeah, the story was about how Mog impregnated his entire island population, including all the fish around. What? Correct. <laughs> oh, that was a good weekend. Oh no, that, yeah, that was, was a good weekend. Nice. That was a okay. good weekend. Hey. That that was when uh, Jonathan had his orgy pants on. Apparently so, go yeah, the, the entire time Flambe <laughs> was completely enraptured by that story because he's never heard anything about his father, so he finally gets to, you know, to actually... he was? <laughs> <laughs> yes, but also that, like, Flambe realizes he's exactly like his father. <laughs> oh, no! So... As, as you pick up the jar, making him wait a full ten minutes to finish that story, you swear you didn't know a snail could cry, but he fucking learned. <laughs> Does he kill himself with his own tears? Like, are his no, tears he's, so, he's trying so hard to keep them away because he doesn't want to die. He's, he's like holding them in, trying to like, cry. Body, like, please, please don't hit. <laughs> so he looks at you, okay. and he simply says, "The flap in the back of my tent." And it's at this point; it has been a full hour, and the bottle expands. You see nothing but red compressed goo. What do you want to do? Uh, just drop it off the chasm. Just like <laughs> let it go out of my hand. Well, you hear the splash of water in the distance. What do you guys want to do? Uh, Flambe will turn to Mog the celloist and say, oh, apparently the entrance is at the back of his tent. Oh, well, that's good to know. And we wander off, because he was a part of torturing children, and Mog does not forgive that. No, I oh, uh, yeah, right. you just, like, unceremoniously turn around, and you're like, if we don't give a shit about you. You just go die in that chasm. We've got other things. All right. So, uh, Mog and Flambe, I will let you know when to walk in. But essentially, the moment that you guys step in, you see that Bickle Jr. is jamming a red hot poker 
into a bleeding arm wound of one of the bandits. What do you guys want to do? Lombay's just going to stand back and watch because, again, just like Mog was saying, it's like these guys are awful people. It's like we, we don't care. Oh, Tate cares, but he's going to just walk off and ignore the whole thing. Fair enough. Like, I like, I'm putting a note, man. Maybe as Teach wanders off, you happen to wander and notice just behind one of those little ridges there a treasure chest peeks out of the side of the wall itself. Oh, look what I found. You got the sand out of your eyes, finally. Son of a gun. Hey, you guys might be interested in this. Unless uh, you're really into torture. Does Lumbay will walk realize, Um, That could be a mimic. It could be. I That's the main chest. reason Plumbay's walking over. <laughs> so we all get ready to attack. That's why I'm not touching it yet. <laughs> I mean, so everyone ready to attack and strike at once, I guess. Okay. Yeah, yeah, Flambe will uh, do a cold damage Eldritch Blast. I'm going to do Pickle a Jr. is uh, currently wielding the red hot poker and keeping an eye on the prisoners. As you all simultaneously, please, and you break the lid. Thanks. Yeah, we didn't have to roll to pick the lock. <laughs> Not everybody roll for a strength check. See how badly you break the lid. Because I mean, two for like. Oh, I it was a treasure chest. It it was wood. Strength check. Uh, uh, I rolled a uh, chief rolls a thirteen. Nine. Ma Maven rolled the the P on her new d20 so is that a 20 that's a 20 that's a nat 20 oh. that's your first nat 20 so <laughs> by the way yes, dm that's uh, Bay. for the nat 20 so mad maven yes taking out her crossbow and just <laughs> and, and nails uh <laughs> An arrow straight through the lock, popping it open as everyone else's arrows and blows just land inside the treasure chest itself, whumping on the pile of clothing and what was, up until about eight seconds ago, a feather pillow. <laughs> <laughs> I can see the feathers up in the air right now. If it's a magic <laughs> item, it will survive. Look, it's snowing. <laughs> it's snowing. Pickle Jr. sees this, laughs a little, um, points to the fire, gets it glowing a little hotter so you guys can see just a little better. The room is now very well illuminated. You can see every crevice as the shadows dance off the corners. We are very violent in this case. <laughs> Uh, by we the way, DM. Sorry. <laughs> uh, Flambe is currently up to four points of exhaustion. Ah, well, 
What I'm going to suggest then is Flambe takes a long rest before Flambe dies, or at least uses something to take away one of those points of exhaustion. Um, ADM? Yes? Do we have enough time left to take a, a long rest after we get the go to the back of that tent? If you take a long rest, you would not be leaving the forest until around 11 in the morning. No, that's past our time that we have to be there. Why don't we just take one of the tents and wrap them up like a baby? He's the size nope. of a baby. Uh, the... uh, I, 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 I like babies. Babies are No, right. we, we oh, just need them. to... Back of the tent. There's something back there where I'm pretty sure the fingers are kept. That's how we get into the treasure. Flambe was the one who found the information. I still, I'll vote Bebe. Put, uh, put your hands up for Bebe. My hand is up. You're too Scottish. Mm. What? My hand oh, as... is up. For what? He's saying vote for Baby. Oh, vote, vote for, for Bebe. What baby? Vote for Bibbit. Oh, to wrap Flambe up like a baby and carry him. No, Cheech. Oh, yeah. Cheech. The sunshine. Please. Oh. Nobody oh. puts baby oh. in a corner. I can do this. <laughs> uh, I'm not putting them in a corner. Hey, oh, no, I'm putting them in a backpack. He has to be a ruler. You notice uh, five foot. Uh, block of black uh, smoke appears above your head as Mog is casting Minor Illusion. Hmm. That might work. It worked hey. for Stonerella or whatever. Stonerella. Uh, Stonerella. I did this trick for Stonerella when we were in the castle and it worked. DM? If it worked for the vampire, that's entirely up to you. It is canon. Yep. It worked for the vampire. Uh, uh, Cheek says he'll take a chance on it. Take a chance on me. Take a chance on me. If you want me, let me. I don't even know the words. Never mind. (laughs) Because it can block light. I can't create light, but I can block light with it. Yeah, it, I remember Accurate. it distinctly being a very, right, so. very lovely lace black umbrella. Mm-hmm. As Bickle Jr. turns to all of you and says, I'll have a quick question before I deal with what's left of these pieces of shit. Does anybody have any scruples about what happens to them in the end? Nope. All right, so we're all agreed they're dying. It's just a matter of how. Uh, right. And how fast? Uh, well, no, I say we not drag it on any longer. Let's get let's get them out of our hair now. I say let's. But the have stuff. I don't uh, want you, it. You could give them. Well, you guys can take their stuff. As Mog is laying laying them face down in the dirt, and getting ready to smash the back of their skull with his club. Oh, geez. take the stuff. 
this this episode got dark, man. Um, uh, uh, excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. And took uh, its fingers. It got dark before we even walked in here. What? Yeah. What's Sorry. up, Cheech? Excuse me. Excuse me. Yeah. Cheech says, you know, they maybe they could tell us where their treasure is before we kill them. Oh, we already got that. We already got that information from the Minotaur. Okay. Toss them over the to the councilman. Oh, that's a lot of well. Why not just leave them here for the rats? I'm not comfortable with that. What if no, I mean after dead? they're dead. Oh well, okay. Like, what if you make I, I don't need to I... kill them. I just mean do horrible, horrible damage to them. And as no, soon as you hear that, one of them rolls a nat twenty to escape his bonds and takes off running. What do you guys want to do? I, I was in melee with them. You were on the other side of the room. I I was just I just said I was above one one of them with my club over their head. Oh, that's right, but you didn't move your character. Yeah. So, however, not the one that you had your foot on. Uh, you get to make a reaction, Mog. This one has just tried to bolt. It isn't that twenty, I... so we're gonna have to give you disadvantage on your reaction. I use my inspiration then. Very well. Fifteen to hit. Its armor class is fifteen. All right, so so you hit it. It immediately stands up. You see, it's shaking off its bonds with a small knife wedged up its uh, its sleeve, concealed. Tucks the knife back in its sleeve, goes to run, and I want to take a shot at this motherfucker. Ooh. Well, it is Mog's reaction first. That is true. Eight. Clunked right over the head. I just switched directions and tried to take his head clean off. Nice. Alright, so it's a good thing he had ten hit points left, so you just... As Mad Maven lines up a shot, hell yeah! Brother. You can make an attack with advantage if you choose. Yes, I do. He is prone. Yeah, that, that was a pretty hefty conk to the head. I'm just gonna say this is why we don't let them live. Twenty-one. Twenty-one to hit. Roll for damage. One. It says 1d6 plus 3. Okay. 3 plus 2 is 5. How do you want to do this? I got it. Twice? Hey, I don't forget the dice rolls. He had freaking three hit points left. No, sorry, two. 
He had 10. Mog took eight. So he sneaked him on the head and flattened him. And now Mad Maven from across the room is pointing an arrow in him. The only question is, how do you want to do this? As suavely as possible. That's what? Suavely. I'm very suave. I feel very suave tonight. So... Basically, as soon I'm as you gonna... see him, as soon as you see him hit the ground, like Legolas himself, you draw back. Ting! He twitched. Yep. Yeah, Execution. Right, right in the spine. Yep. As he gets to hear Mog say, "That's why you don't leave him alive." <laughs> yeah, and sit down. As and you end his down. life, all that remains now is the one living bandit that has the hot poker to its face. There's no way that sucker is not being intimidated right now. Uh, 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 for that, go ahead and roll a perception check there, Mad Maven. Yes, sir. We dealt with everyone, even the things that he was scared of. The spider, the in a tour. There's just like nothing we haven't. 21. With 21, you hear the sound of running water as you see his pants darken and the sand nope. under him get wet. Uh, Flambe would like to walk up to this uh, last bandit and go to behead him with the axe. Oh, nice. Yes, you let's hold the axe up on a to his neck. And the very first thing you hear is, wait, 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 wait. There's, wait, wait. We can make a deal. We can make a deal. I'm new here. We can make a deal. I'm new here. No deals. We got all the information we need. Wait, wait, and then wait, he... wait. They just kidnapped me yesterday. Insight check. Well, I think we all insight and check in that. <laughs> right? None of us is buying that. <laughs> right. Don't worry about what I'm rolling about, guys. You you go ahead and roll. I, I Cheech, I got uh, so... Check. Peach, what the um, hell, buddy? 20, oh, wait. Oh, right. This is just a regular check, not a saving throw or an attack. Correct. Yeah, yeah so, uh, so yeah. attack rolls and saving throws. Yeah, uh, so 21. Ah, the 21. You managed to take a quick look at him. You notice a few things. One. He seems to have very few scars on him and only what looks like a few fresh, semi-deep cuts. The you look at evil. his armor. It's ill-fitting. He looks both starved and scared. He looks almost oh. too scared to lie. Flumbe will withdraw his axe and uh, look over to the rest of the group and go, Mog the celloist. I think he might be telling the truth. 
Just because he's new, Plumbe the loyal doesn't mean he's not evil. Wait, 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 wait. True, although he is claiming that he was kidnapped and forced to do this. It's it's more of a rite of passage, but they force us to do it. So I call that kidnapping. Your call. What is throat? Wait, 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 wait. I can, I can tell. Uh, wait, wait, wait. The, key, the, the way to get in. You, you Are need. You sure? uh, Are you sure? Because I just as soon sweat your throat right now. The traps. The traps. The traps. What about the traps? There's fucking traps. Uh, duh. I knew they don't tell me shit. I just know there's traps. You're full of shit. Slit his throat. I'm not even so then you wouldn't have been any out. help anyway on getting past the traps. So why do we need you? You don't. But, 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 if, if I tell you how to, how to cure your friends, if I tell you... We have is, people for that. If, we don't need other... Uh, Basically, we're politely telling you to go fuck yourself. What she said. They forced me to do that. <laughs> and you chose to do that rather than die. <laughs> I would have taken the knife to the throat than do that to a child. Same here. Oh, and Flambe's just done with his here? talking and just goes for it. Oh, I'm Wait, they, totally they lost their fingers face. before they took me. It was supposed to be my initiation. Right in his money. face. Have you met my angry friend? And he's tall. <laughs> uh, let's yeah, see. So that's he's minus. Well, it's really hard to not notice him. Well, yeah. You're not going to believe So that's a 17 to hit. And roll for damage. All right. One sec. He... He's... If I was Tim Hopper, this oh, whole no. thing would play differently. <laughs> Roll for damage. Yeah, one, uh, one sec. Uh, so that's uh, 13 slashing damage. Is you... there still more to go? As his head is taken half off his neck. Oh, his so body only, slumps to the ground. He's only nearly headless. And you notice <laughs> on his body, glinting in the sand, a small amulet. Pick that shit up. Yoink. Yoink. As yep. soon as you pick it up. You feel as if no matter what lie you're going to tell, almost everyone's going to believe you. He will put that on. Holy guacamole. You now have advantage on all deception checks while you wear it. Tell you what, he's going to wear that shit like a diamond. Holy crap. That's awesome. Yeah. As you now, I mean, that bandit put it to work. That this goblin, in fact, 
does not look quite so emaciated. You notice he looks just like the rest. Your belief in him changed how you saw him. Mm-hmm. Who well, wants they to will just go, that motherfucker. Exactly. What? Like, what? Uh, what do I need to roll for loot? Uh, whoever wants to roll for some, roll a d20. I'm yes, good. Sir. Actually, one of y'all roll twice. Jeech, 13. You want, you want, and I'll take mugs. All right. I got it. I got it. Uh, Flambe, a 13. You have found huh, a small chemistry set. Oh, Ooh. That goes good with me being a druid. Because I can. Yeah. Yeah, I, I can help make potions for us now. You would now uh, know. Uh, and then, uh, you have found a fishing rod that summons the, the nearest fish. Oh, that could go in many, many ways. Wait, oh, who my. found that? Me? Yes, uh, you found it's a fishing rod that summons the nearest, the nearest fish. fish. Oh, great. So, in other words, as soon as it hits the, the hook, hits the water with a plunk, the yep. nearest fish to that hook appears beside you. What happens if you're nice. in a desert? There's no limit to the range. Matter. It doesn't matter. Uh, and then I also roll mogs. Yep, mogs. All right, and a one was a two. Uh, just, yes, nice. there are life hacks to this. Leave me be. <laughs> like you get a cup of water in the desert and you put the hook in. You pull out they free willy. Fish. Bloop. Free willy. <laughs> the closest fish. You really are too. You have found it, aren't you? a mug of everlasting ale. Oh man. Yes. I will trade you. I will the trade rolls you right love now. me with random items. I will trade you right now for that. No, because However, now Flambe can finally have perfect booze. Here's the thing, though. Because you didn't enchant this, you have to roll on a table to see what booze you get each time. Flambe is fine with that as long as it's perfect booze, like his perfect soup hat. But that's the oh, thing. I miss It'll only hat. be perfect if you're using it. Yes. Exactly. All right. So now you have the set, you jerk. <laughs> like, great. That's awesome. All right. And Cheech, did you want to roll for loot? I do. Cheech is going to look around in a, in a little darkened corner there, and uh, he gets a 12. You have found uh, I don't know, oh. a small leather satchel containing 1d12 dragon bones no sorry dragon teeth and scales yeah i'm gonna go up to cheech and go i'm sorry you had so to 1d12 so five teeth 10 scales wow that's uh, like red dragon scales red dragon scales yep those oh, could be worth a lot of money to the right person. That and, sounds expensive. Yeah. So five red dragon teeth, ten red dragon scales. This guy was loaded. Okay, got it. All Woo right. Uh, and Bickle Jr., 
a bag of colding. It's a bag of holding, but for perishable items. Okay. That's so cool. We can, keep our, we can keep our carrots fresh. Okay. It's basically a, a carry around deep freeze. Yeah. It's, yeah. Oh, I can move my meat into there. Exactly. As soon as you he, he hears you say that, he opens it up and you just start pouring in meat. Yep, my bucket of elk and my bucket of lamb. <laughs> I'm so glad he defined that because I had such a different mental image. That oh, sounds like a you problem. <laughs> oh, it sure it is. It's not a problem for me. <laughs> okay, it sounds like a me problem with a you problem. And and Flumby uh, looks over to everyone and says, that's all yours now. I I have my soup hat. I have my booze. You guys can cook whatever you want. I can just want. imagine you putting the hat on, a little soup running down, taking the booze out, and it gets a little frothy. Uh, yeah, he'll he'll do that. Uh, I'm gonna go up to Cheech and, and pat him on the back and say, "I'm sorry you had to see all of this, but sorry you, had to witness you can't let people like that continue to go on." Uh, Cheech just buries his face in his hands and shakes his head. He's probably still got sand in his eyes. <laughs> I, I uh, press the digitate you clean, by the way. Oh, oh thank you're you. so nice. Cheech very much appreciates that. <laughs> and I hand you a cigar to smoke to try and calm your nerves. Oh. Cigar is the size of your that. entire body. I oh, I uh, bet you that would be a good good night for that. And this is a good group. Yes, exactly. You take this giant cigar. Uh, Bickle Jr. is going to take out a, another small flask of uh, of endless ale, pour you a, a small thimbleful, not literally, but just like a shot glass, and hand it over to you and say, uh, oh, what kind of beer do you like? The light, the dark, the stout, the lager? Oh, oh the dark. That's uh, oh, I get a nice chocolate stout. And he pours in just like a, a couple solid drops of this really dark looking frothy beer. Ah, to your very good health, lad. And he looks at you, wow. he takes a swig. Constitution saving throw. Uh-oh. Uh, That's a ten. Let's see. Hang on just a second. 22. You've got a good buzz. Bickle had what? a bit too much. Ah, oh, laddie. I need to teach you to drink. Uh, I didn't have a dad to just me ma. But her tip milk was about this proof. <laughs> it's a good proof, laddie. Oh, it is. Okay, so Flambe, what was the meat in there? Uh, I'm not sure. Give me a sec. Um, I think you said venison and lamb. Yeah, yeah. Uh, elk and lamb for the meat buckets. Oh, yeah, 
yeah, be, because they didn't have any venison, but he had elk. So Flambe was okay with the substitution. Yes. All right. Just heading up to my inventory, elk and lamb. All right. Uh, and so... then uh, Flambe would like to address the group and say, uh, is anyone feeling down or off? Because earlier I got like these nice cigarettes that make you feel the exact opposite. Can, Mad Maven, can I talk to you for a second? It just be a wee second. I'd, oh, okay, uh, okay, take a bit okay. of a moment of your time. Yes. You see, yeah. I right, was wait. wondering if yeah. if I give you twenty gold and I ask you to stroke me off and then I smoke one just for science. What'd you say? For science? Anything for, for science. science. <laughs> for science. Yes. Science. Uh, <laughs> Flambe Jeez, will light the cigarette <laughs> and hand it to Bickle Jr. and say, I gotta see this. Don't let don't light it yet. Yeah, I gotta no, get no. the old fire going myself. <laughs> he'll he'll put it out and just hold it out waiting. <laughs> this is taking such a weird turn tonight. It's amazing. <laughs> Right, lass. Get under there and get to it for science. <laughs> for science. Mog is very indifferent about all of this. <laughs> While watching uh, this, uh, Flambe will take out his new mug and just drink whatever is conjured. <laughs> you do so. You Thank you, Mommy. Uh, well, he doesn't. You managed to get a a nice red ale. As all this goes on oh. in the background, oh, like Pickle Junior getting both pleasure and pain now. <laughs> as Mad Maven continues to do it, it's like I'm being beaten with a hot flail. It feels bad. No, quick, slap me in the face. I'm about to come. Flambe will punch him in the face. <laughs> oh yes, baby. Oh. Oh, a, a triple. Oh. <laughs> uh, uh, um, Mog. I use can my I last thought and this thing at the same time. Mog, I have a question for you. Oh no! It's for science. I used my last spell slot so Cheech didn't have to hear any of this while while he's just smoking a cigar. Cheech thanks you. (laughs) Uh, If if I have a cigar and a puff of this, and if a cigar if you give me the worst cigar you've got. I don't have any bad cigars. No, 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 no. I know you don't. But that don't mean that one of these nasty fucks don't. So if we find one, give it to me, and I'll smoke them both at the same time, and we'll see if it works for that too. I love innovation. It's great. All right. How about we find the shit and we go home? Yes. Uh, as Cheech, you look inside the treasure chest and roll 3d100, please. 
Alrighty, hang on just a moment here. I'm out uh, of the magic, by the way, boys. Uh, what was that about, uh, Flambe? Oh, uh, I just want to ask Cheech if uh, he was feeling weirded out during that whole thing. Because if he was, Flambe would offer him one of the special cigarettes. Flambe, uh, I'm okay. I think we're working for the greater good here. So, but thank you for your concern. Okay, I mean, sure he didn't get, he didn't need to see any or hear any of that because I cast silence with my last spell. Works for me. Okay, here's the first D100. Eighty-five. All right, that's your gold. Second. Nineteen. Uh-huh. Third is 58. All right. And so you've got 85, uh, 85 gold, 19 silver, and 58 copper you find in the chest. And the last D100 is 98. Oh, no, those only three. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you said four. All right. Uh, oh, no, give right. me those totals again, okay, please. Electrum. 85 gold, 19 silver, 58 copper. And in answer to your question there, Mog, Electrum is very rarely used in this part of the world. It's more for black market. Hey, have you seen the cave we're in? I exactly. But you know what, though? This market could not get much darker. (laughs) Just because you didn't find it there doesn't mean it's not anywhere else. (laughs) All right. So this is the giant's Thing. All right, I'm going in. Oh, As Pickle uh, Jr. enters the giant's tent. He had to the crawl back of it. the giant sleeping bag to get there. Uh, no, he just pushed it aside. <laughs> he did. It's tiny. Look at the back of the tent. All I see is wall. Oh, fuck's sake. He needs help. Let Mad Maven look. I actually do have quite a bit in, um... Don't we... Don't we have that magic tablet thing? Oh, right. Didn't we get an iPad? Tablet? I'm pretty sure Cheech or Flambe had it. Um, Cheech doesn't have it. No, Bramble had it. Uh, it was a, um, a a monocle. Ah, yes, I see what you mean by your dice tower. It's a. Uh, oh God! Yeah, Ouch. I I think my my metal dice that I was primarily using. Like, they just kept, like, burrowing a hole into it until one fell through. Oh, my God. Yep, we all that's got, what it looks like, like, collectively painful, like, at the same time. Jesus Lord. Yeah, and that, and that D8 is still in there. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, it, it won't come out, and now I can't even use the dice tower. Uh, I mean, to time to break it open. I to get the D8 back, but... Yeah, like I'd, I'd have to just break the whole thing. 
Like, All I, right. I so, Matt Maven, make an investigation check. Okay, will do. Um, I'm going to roll my big-ass d20 Primus Sharp Edge dice, and I got a 16 on it, and my investigation is, like, 9, so... Man, those dice have been okay. cutting it pretty good. so... You look around, and all you notice is a tent in general disarray, and the white canvas walls all surrounding you. Really? Yep. You... On every wall, there is a single shelf with the back wall containing nothing but a rug. It hangs from the wall. Just... Lucy Goose. Oh. What's yep, behind the rug? The wall. Y'all know how what? dumb I am. I'm just gonna just like burst through. Mog, you're not there. Stop talking about rugs. No, that, that was Man Maven. I'm the ghost of Pickle. Oh, <laughs> Show me them hands. If you want to be I... in the room, just be in the room. Okay, I, I'll, I'll walk in. in. Um, All right. I've had enough to smoke that I just don't even give a shit. I'm going to pull out the two daggers I have left, hold them out, front-facing, and just charge towards the back of this tent. I might burst through. It might look uh, like a bunch of kindergartners trying to break through on their football game quest. Whatever. Not sure. But that's what I'm going to do. As you charge through, make a deck saving throw. Okay. Dex. Uh, 13 plus. Six. Seven, 19. Please don't die. With a 19, I, you I know, right? go slicing through and by chance slice through the fucking tripwire. Release the traps. Shit. As you <laughs> run into the treasure room, seeing in front of you piles upon piles of gold. F at least four treasure chests and coins up to your waist. And the very top you see in a jar, perfectly preserved, is eight small children's fingers. Make an arcana check. Wait, who makes the arcana check? Me? Matt Maven, you. Yes. You're the only one in there. Oh, you went charging? I know, I know, I know. Hang on. Um, I just seen her just run off two two daggers out going Leroy Jenkins and then I'm like what <laughs> the Leroy Jenkins thing like I don't even know where that came from but it's so true. <laughs> Arcana is plus six six twenty nine twenty two. Leroy, I noticed this jar of stasis. That will keep something in the exact same condition it is kept in when it is put in. <laughs> you like see in this eight small in. fingers, you swear it looks like there are drops of blood frozen in midair as they just stand perfectly still. I have cunning and hands. That is where we're going to end tonight's game. Okay, fine, but I'm going to pull out cunning hands. 
Hold on. With I the know. finding of the fingers, the the last little bit of loot to divvy up to be, yeah, well, to be found by those who want to roll for it. But otherwise, everybody else adds... Oh, this is going to be fun. <laughs> okay. I haven't used this feature in a while. Wow. Everyone roll 3d1000. What? What do I type? Backslash roll 3d1. Oh, apparently, okay. So make it roll 3d100 and then times it by 10. Frigate. Okay. Uh, 743. I my God, if I have to add up 1150, oh, Lord Almighty, I'm. No, not 1150. It is 730 gold, 240 silver, 180 yeah. copper. So you're just tacking a zero onto those numbers. Okay. Right, I rolled two 57s and a 52. All right, so 570, 570, and 520. All right, so it goes gold, silver, and copper? Gold, silver, copper. All right, I'm, I'm glad I rolled so... Well, I got five copper. But guess how much gold I got. <laughs> We've gotten a message from Zappo. I forgot to mention that Zappo's contract states an automatic 15% standard <laughs> adventuring clause. <laughs> love it. Love it, love it. Oh, Zappo. All right. So you have found fingers. You have found riches. We will be rolling next week to see what items you find and then see how you venture back. By the way, Cheech. Yo. Oh, didn't you uh that. you also have noticed in there a bag of powder. It literally oh, has the symbol of a sun on it. That's not good. <laughs> As Pickle Jr. Uh, reads a little slip of paper under it and says, All right, this says it kills that poison shit and just dumps the bag on you. Oh, it says you're supposed to drink it, but I suppose this works. <laughs> I, I pull I pull out of my flask of water and just say, drink this as I put the I start patting the powder off of it into the bottle. Oh kind of you. <laughs> I'm a doorhead. <laughs> All right. Again, to the guys at Primus Sharp Edge Dice. Yes, Primus! Uh, Love my dice! Uh, <laughs> uh, to the guys over Fey Earth, Adventure, Gamer Radio, Hired Swords, everybody. 
Thanks again for Thanks listening. For- and uh, Frog and Mackie, don't forget to get in contact with us to get your uh, your free merch. Night, everybody. Good night. Want to build your very own airships for D&D 5e? Well, our upcoming shipbuilder app will come with hundreds of different parts that you can mix and match to build your dream airship. The process is really simple and fast. Just choose the parts you want, give the ship a name, and the app will do the rest, generating your ship's stat block and in-world build cost at just the click of a button. Want to upgrade your ship later? No problem, we've got you. You can save your ship's blueprint in the app. So take to the skies in a whole new way with our Airship Combat Kickstarter. Check it out now.